Yo, so normally you hear some brash ass intro about it's your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your nephew, your stepbrothers, twin sisters, roommates, dogs, best friends, twice removed off the family tree. But he ain't here right now. He is out because that's right. The Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done and the biggest pusher of pure ignorance. That's right. Your friendly neighborhood red dog is right here. And this is not Chaz of friends. This is the Dark Lord and friend, because I'm his only friend, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have any of those at all. At all. I'm <laughs> uh, not a so, friendly person. <laughs> so you see him right here with me. That's right. It is the Dark Lord, the man who was there for the very first wrestling match in a primordial soup, right? Just the bubbles, like, battling out, like, he was there yeah, checking that out. <laughs> it's great. It's better than the shit that we see on TV now. <laughs> <laughs> These organisms just battling it out in the Royal Rumble to see the first one that's gonna swim out. <laughs> yeah, become something. <laughs> I know. So I know. Most of you guys out there probably don't even, you know, you you believe what you believe, right? Maybe one of y'all was just like a snap happened, or maybe one of y'all thought like another dude made a dude and then made a woman, and then they had a bunch of kids, and then they all wrestled each other to see who's gonna be the supreme being, only to be wiped out by a flood. Who cares? We got more important things to talk about. <laughs> Yo, so if you guys haven't checked it out yet, you guys definitely go down below. You see all of our stuff right there. You can check us out, uh, hang out with us, you know, subscribe, follow us, leave us rude comments. We don't really care. We just want to talk to y'all. That's it. That's really just kind of the base of, like, everything. And then uh, go buy our merch. I still think we have our ProWrestlingTees.com T-shirt, right? So if you go on there, ProWrestlingTees.com, forward slash three count pod, uh, three count pod. You can check us out there. And then eventually, you know, we'll get that for your wear store up and running so you guys can check that out. Uh, also, go check out our interviews. We have them coming out every Tuesday, like every Tuesday. I <laughs> and as you guys can see, there's a whole different setup right here. It's actually still changing. Uh, give you guys a heads up. I moved, so I am no longer in Maryland, but I am, you know, in the Northeast now. So this is where we're going to be at uh, for the time being. So it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, that's all for, like, the intros and stuff like that. Buy our merch, talk to us, and then, you know, support the content. Tell oh, everybody yeah. about it. And watch our stuff. Yeah. Just just spend some time. Hit a like, subscribe. It doesn't do anything for you guys. It does everything for us, though. We, we definitely yeah, it appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely do. We do. We do. We do. Yo, so let's get into So we're going to get into uh, – well, let's just hop into – let's just go with Match of the Week first. Because I know Chaz likes to do, like – Temp check because he thinks that's the coolest thing to do. But I want to run it out, man. Let's go ahead and just start with match of the week. I want to hear what you have as your match of the week. And I can kind of throw in my two cents about what I think my match of the week is. Ooh. What? What? Oh. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take a different turn today. I actually enjoyed Ricky Starks and CM Punk. On uh, Collision last night, the finals for the Owen Hart uh, tournament. That was a good uh, match. That was actually very entertaining. Uh, that's about the only thing that was probably entertaining, except for the women's match. The women's match between uh, Soho and Willow was really good, but I could have done with everything else besides the dance with Yeah, you know, speaking of, oh, speaking actually, of that, I forgot about the tag match. What the hell am I talking about? That was actually. Oh, yeah. 
I like the yeah the FTR tag match with uh, Golden Bullet Club was on point. Yeah, that was actually a good start. I like the way that started. Actually, Collision, I guess, as a whole, wasn't bad. Yeah, Battle of the Belts kind of like it just faltered. Like, not that I would yeah, knock I the show right, but it it just I don't know with all the hype that was going into at a Collision with like Punk and FTR and all the other great stuff that's happening. The it just I don't know I felt like a lot of momentum just died right off the right off the rip and I was like dang man like I had a lot of expectations for uh, Battle of the Bell Seven and I just I don't think it it wasn't a letdown it just it just kind of faltered and I was like dang that's that's not a good look. It was three hours of wrestling. It it was it was three hours of wrestling I think uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I like that I like the FTR. Uh, FTR match, I definitely would continue. I would, I would definitely say that would be my match of the week as well. Uh, but I will throw another match out there if you guys didn't get to check it out, but uh, you need to. Slammiversary was last night. Okay, Diana Peraza versus Trinity Fatu. Uh, you should definitely go watch. check that match out. Yeah, I got yeah. to check. It. I got to check it out because I didn't get a chance to see Slammiversary. Little bit of a banger going on. I should have watched that instead of Collision, but. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yo but speaking speaking of like all like but you know that's a, that's the funny thing though man it's like we go right into our first debate topics right it's it's like there's a whole bunch of hype going into it because there's some great big storylines kind of being driven in right so like bullet club obviously with FTR, uh we got to see uh right off the rip you know cm punk with his finals right against ricky starks ruby soho Right, going in there. But I want to talk about two of the other bigger storylines that are going on with AEW and WWE, right? So AEW's biggest storyline kind of heading into it is obviously uh, not if, but when the implosion of MJF and Adam Cole is going to happen. And then on the other side, we obviously have everything that's going on with the bloodline with, you know, Jay and Roman. So how are you feeling about the storylines? And do you see like other storylines that are coming through? Like what's your what's your deal with it? Okay, so for me, right now, those two storylines are, like, the biggest thing running with wrestling on TV. So, like, I don't know, it's one of those things where you have all the people that are in place in these stories are good storytellers. Like MJF, Cole always has been, even if he doesn't look the same. He's still very talented. Can't take that from him. And so, like, they, I feel like they're, in their situation, they are basically trying to be the, the best thing running as far as the story. They, like, they have enough time to tell this story. Them being forced to tag up, like, it's, it's the best thing right now in, AE, in AEW. About the only thing that I, like, kind of look forward to watching. When it comes to that, <laughs> and, I do uh, like that they gave a. I, I do like that they give a lot of. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I do love that they're given this. They're given this story time to breathe. We're not getting everything all at once. Obviously, the finals right is happening, and that could be a big deal, right? Like it could that turn can happen there, and if not, we obviously have the championship matches. If they win, they go on to the championship match. Then we can obviously a turn there, but it's like. You see, like, you know it's coming. You know the turn is coming. And it's almost like uh, 
most now I'll say most people are like kind of getting rocked to sleep a little bit like oh maybe it's not going to happen but we know it's going to happen because it's eventually it's got to be for the AEW title and with all the time coming up and all the time being spent on it like eventually that turn is going to happen and we're going to see it and you know whether Roddy loses Bray or not uh Adam loses Roddy and Bray in the process as MJF tries to deconstruct his life uh I don't know but I love seeing everything kind of get played played put in place and also seeing like a face MJF is very very weird to me <laughs> it's it's pretty funny um and the good part about this is that either one of them can turn on either one of them because they both have the ability to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just MJF. Adam Cole's a piece of shit, too. Let's, let's, let's just put it out there. All right, we, we've seen him. He's, like, horrible. Look at him in NXT. Look at him in, like, Ring of Honor. Like, he can be a dastardly piece of shit. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those where it's like, okay, it can go either way, and that's the cool part. Because it's one of those, like, all right, who's going to turn on who first? <laughs> yeah. It's, it <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny, too, because it's like, I feel like Adam is going to fake the setup, right? And then, like, the next week we'll see MJF make the full turn. And it's like, you see, you know, like everybody's putting the things in places. And so you're just kind of like, I, I don't know. It's still, it goes back to me just kind of like wanting to see it happen sooner than later. And you can kind of like build up stuff to it. But I kind of want it to just happen like, like three weeks before the next pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't want it to see it like completely drugged out. It, that situation doesn't need to be drugged out too long. Nah. But you know, I think that's what they're trying. They're trying to set up for like for Wembley, you know, for All In UK. So it's like, I know what you guys want to do. How do you plan on bringing the story along? You know, because I think that was a, the problem last year was like the Moxley Punk situation, right? Was that like it was just like it was drug out and it kind of wore out his welcome a little bit, and then they like, did the whole shock and all thing where like Punk dropped the title and then he showed back up. And then he won the title back, and then he got stripped of the title. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like it's kind of like I don't I don't really want to like wait for it to last forever. I just kind of want it to be like just at the obviously the right pool is gonna come, and I just want to see it hit and then just hit beautifully. That's all. Oh, so hopefully they can pull it off. So then, so if we go to the WWE side, we have. Obviously, the biggest story that's happening right now. That's right. It is uh, the short story of, you know, Karrion Cross and um, AJ. No, I'm just kidding. It is the bloodline <laughs> going on. <laughs> uh, going on forever. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's like it's I feel I feel bad for Karrion and AJ. I know those guys are going to put on a banger ass match, but it's like. It Carrion is just it just feels like he's being fed to people and then like he's just he's losing, right? Like we saw him lose to Rey Mysterio and then you know here he is with AJ and, and there's a possibility he's probably gonna lose to AJ, right? And it's like this dude is a killer. Like he's yeah. just a, a dude who's a lot of fun to watch work and like he's just 
it's just like, oh, hey, you and Scarlett can go run that little angle right now with me and uh, with Meechin and AJ. That that'll be fine for right now. It's like, nah, man. Like I want to see like carrying across this full beast going through and just destroying people again. But we're not gonna get that for a while. So it is what it is. Probably not. Probably not. It'll happen eventually. You know, everybody gets their their moment. Right. But. We're going to talk about Roman Reigns and obviously the Civil War bloodline that went down. And now we're going into main event. Jay Uso has returned. He has called for it. He's looking for that title. He's not even looking for the title. He's really looking for the, 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 the title, the tribal chief, right? And uh, it's an interesting story. I love, I love watching this whole thing play out. We've kind of always known that Jay was going to probably be the guy we talked about it on the show a few times, and by a few times, yeah. I mean it feels like it's like every at least twice a month we've talked about Jay and Jimmy and how great the bloodline is doing and the story that's being told. And even last, you know, this last week on SmackDown when Jay showed up and like and Solo got on the mic and started talking, <laughs> and it was just you get to see like this great story being told about how Jay is looking to you know, overcome all the odds and take down the tribal chief and become a new tribal chief. It's, uh, it's good. See, this storyline, I don't mind it going slow. Because, you know, it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm enjoying the slow build with this one. I don't, like, I'm not being biased. It's just that, I think it's because the story's been going on for so long. <laughs> Like, it's been going on since Roman came back and just destroyed everyone on his, like, Almost three years. Exactly. (laughs) At SummerSlam, think about it, though, at SummerSlam, it will be three years because that's when Roman came back. Was at SummerSlam when he beat down Braun and The Fiend. And I'm just like, man, this is is insane. Like, Braun Strowman got released – and returned and had neck surgery in the time span of this whole storyline has been going on. <laughs> like, we wish you well, Bronze. Like, we're not trying to knock. It's just Definitely. that the, it's Don't three years the of this story. Yeah, this story has been told. Like, people had been released and brought back, like, in the time span. Like, I mean, just look at, uh, I mean, Jesus, like, Hit Row is a prime example, right? Like, yeah. released resigned right <laughs> then you obviously have sarah rowe is back <laughs> like i'm just like yeah. geez man we give mercedes monet became the <laughs> the women's champion in new japan <laughs> like, so it's like, then, like a lot a lot has happened in that three years and rest yeah. period but that has been the constant <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's like and it's just been slowly evolving and I don't really think there's been a bad point. Like, mm. yeah, there's been like times where it's like, man, I wish it would progress a little bit faster, but it's like when you see them do stuff, it's like, Oh, I can wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanna see how this turns out. And then yeah, it's cause... one of those where you think it's the end, but it's not the end. It's still going and it's weird too because like when you look at the names of people who have been through these storylines right from kevin owens sammy Zayn, 
Rey Mysterio, Brock, right? Jay, uh, and then look at someone. Logan Paul was in a championship match, you know, like in Saudi Arabia. AJ, like, there's just so many people who You're just like drew, <laughs> <laughs> like, so. just so many people that like the tribal chief has like gone through, and now you're looking back at, now you're looking back at it, right? And here's, here comes Jay back at back at again over at SummerSlam, and whether he's whether it's his time now or even just later, it's just it's so interesting to see the slow play happen. But you're right. Like every match that's come through, we've, we've it's not like we went, man, we're at this again. Like even last year with the last man standing match with Roman and Brock, we knew it's it, they've wrestled like eight times. And we're you're like, right. oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring out a freaking tractor, and you're like, I love this story. <laughs> I feel like they always, I don't know, they, they're doing it right. Whoever is in charge of this story should get a raise. Yeah. Hands yeah, they should. down. Like, whoever's producing it, the matches, the, the everything. Everybody involved. <laughs> like, everybody needs to get raised. Because the storyline is, I, I, I haven't, I don't even know if there's been, in my era of modern era wrestling, I don't know if there's been a storyline this compelling. Back for in the day, yes. Yeah, for like, it's been a grip. And it's weird mm-hmm. because it almost doesn't feel like it's been three years, but it's been two years. Yeah, and, that's, and we're still talking, like, we're still talking about, like, listen, they separated the titles before Roman lost them. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so weird to think like oh here we are like three years after you know because let's be real when we saw roman right he came back from leukemia right he was in remission and then yep. COVID happened and he went away like he didn't even go to wrestlemania remember he was i think he was supposed yeah, to have a match with goldberg right wasn't it was it goldberg i was i think it was like so. goldberg yeah and then, like, yeah, that's he went Braun away. Yeah, Braun took his spot instead. Yeah. And then he went away. <laughs> he just was gone. And he came back, and then here he is, like, at the top, right? And we're all like, whoa. Like, and remember, and we we were all like, oh, Roman hasn't changed. There's really nothing different about him. He's still coming out to the same song. Then the new theme song came out. We're like, we're into this. And then, like, he... <laughs> yeah changed his gear up then he was just like i'm on god mode and we're like yes you are now like watching (laughs) jay kind of like watching jay progress with him too to go from just like and let's be real it's not like jay or jimmy are bad wrestlers right individually they're just they're just a superior tag team and then to see them individually kind of get their moments right because obviously jimmy was out with his uh his acl being torn Jay like became like this mega star, right? And like got catapulted to the top and they even brought it up in promos and stuff. So to see the story get told and just the time that's been invested into it, right? I agree with you. Uh, Paul should have like uh, never gets fired card because he's right. Like, <laughs> clearly this man knows what he's doing. And like, it's so, it's so weird because like, like you see the things that like, some people have, I don't want to say who, but some people have very direct, uh, like, 
direct influence on like certain stories and those stories kind of like flame out right but then you see like what happens when you kind of like invest and tell like this bigger story of like hey this dude is the man and if we keep presenting him as a tribal chief you only put him in either the start of the show or the end of the show i promise you more people are going to want to tune in and that's exactly what happened like i remember i remember three years ago looking back at this story and when they told when they there was like a rumor that that roman has said i either want to be on the main event or open the show or don't put me on at all and uh he stuck to those guns and look, man, he, <laughs> every time it's the main event, we're all like, Oh God, here comes Roman. But then we're like, Oh, what's he going to talk about? <laughs> right. <laughs> what's he going to say out of his mouth? Yeah. What's he like, got this time? I know he's, yeah, he is on God mode. He is a different, he's miles away from what he was doing before. Like mm. it is on a different, level i i don't know what the fuck happened when he left when covid hit <laughs> but some kind of fire got lit under his ass somebody talked mm-hmm. to him Ooh, whoever that was you're a good person right <laughs> you're a great person because it's like he remember he was like having trouble cutting promos like right yeah. before he left when he got smoked by john cena and in the ring, right in front of a live crowd on Raw, which is like super embarrassing because this is supposed to be that guy. And then like right. a year and a half after he comes back, John Cena comes back, right? And they go to SummerSlam and they start talking promos back and forth, right? And then like that promo of like from Roman where he's like, yo, I was expecting something new. He's like, but no, it's the same shorts. It's the same music. It's the same t-shirt. It's the same catchphrases. It's like missionary over and over and <laughs> over and over. And I, I like, there's like certain things from certain promos that like I take away from this. So I guess when I, when I think about the storyline, like coming to the end at, at SummerSlam or maybe if hopefully I was like, I don't want to see it go too much further, but there's been something that's been taken from like every promo that we've watched him do and just destroy it. And I'm like, bro, like the evolution of Roman Reigns has been something to watch. It's been just absolutely incredible to watch. It has. It's been very entertaining. Like he's he's what they said he was going to be. All those years of them getting pushed down our throats. Now it's like you know it's like we we want we want him crammed down our throats. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is absolutely because really, remember like he says but he says it too in his promos he's like I've main evented multiple WrestleManias and blah 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 and it's like it's weird because I know like I'll probably catch something catch heat from somebody someone's gonna say something to me about it but like. Vince, like, has an eye, man. Like, granted, that, that old man is, he's probably l- losing his mind a lot. But he, <laughs> but look, man, like, in the last few years, right, we've talked about, like, and I know Hunter had a lot to do with Austin Theory, right? But obviously, Vince has to sign off on that, right? You got Roman, you got Seth. And let's be real. Like, we all love Dean or John Mox, however you want to. But more importantly, right? Who would have guessed that he would have captured 
so much lightning in a bottle with Logan Paul. Like, right? He told yeah. that man to his face, "This is where you belong," and like he is like, "Look at this man!" Like we hate this guy. <laughs> like, oh no, we do. But like we. He's- Perfect heat magnet. He really, yes. He has a punchable face in a good way, though. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> and he's entertaining. Like I give it to him. The man is entertaining to watch. Every yes. time I've seen him, I've been impressed, and I'm looking forward to this Ricochet and uh, Logan Paul situation at SummerSlam. That's uh, yeah. I was. I loved. I loved. Okay, so I know. Like we're obviously talking about the two big storylines, right? Of AEW and WWE. Uh, but like when Ricochet did the front flip out of the ring, right? Obviously paying homage to like uh, Dream, right? I don't want to talk about it, yeah. but that whole that whole storyline uh, when he did that, and then when Logan took the sunglasses off, he goes, "Man, that was cool for a TikTok," and I was like, "Eh." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, told this man, he's just a highlight. That's it. I was like, that's that's where it's at. I was like, I love, I love the fact that one, like, because not all of his shots land. Let's be real. Like, I could kind of yeah. see that Logan forgets like his stuff, and then he forgets, and he just like, whatever. I'll just say something, hope it sticks. But that line, I was like, damn. I was like, that's that's kind of quick witted. I could appreciate that. I was like, that was a lot of fun to hear him do. <laughs> No, he's like I said, he's very entertaining. As much as people don't want to see him, can't deny the man's entertaining. Yeah, no doubt. So let's choose this over, right? So I want to move this into temp check, right? Because that's what we need is some temp checks. Uh, let's talk about our hottest and our coldest wrestlers. You can do your hot. I'll do my hot. Then we'll do our cold ones right after that. All right. I'm going to have to give it to the main event. Jay. That uh, that promo, that promo Friday, yeah. that was fire. Like I don't know, he's been he's been on fire. Yeah, he is definitely unstoppable. Uh, I will agree with you on Jay. I'm also throw another person out there too. Uh, Ricky Starks and yeah. Willow, because <laughs> they what did Ricky Starks won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love the fact that he grabbed the ropes. Great, uh. You know what what made it so great too? It was a great homage to the hearts because yeah. seeing the the Brett Owen finish, I was like, bruh, that is that is so good. And to see Punk's face, like obviously like in shock, like what the hell? But it's the I think this year for the Owen Cup, the Owen Hart Cup, right? I, I feel like the right people got picked. Not saying that yeah. Adam Cole and Britt Baker didn't deserve it last year, right? It just seemed to like, oh, they're a couple. Let's put them. To, let, they could be our first people because they're they're in a relationship with each other, kind of thing. But they were both at the top of their game. Like it's no no disrespect yeah, to them. Right. It's just that it just it looked too too convoluted forced. into that sense. Yeah, too forced. There you go. But like this one, like and there's no denying that Willa has been on a hot streak, and this is going to be a mega boost to her right going forward. And then obviously Ricky Starks has been. This dude is the most underrated dude on AEW. They, when they remember, he did the interview. I don't know who he did it with. It was someone you guys can tell me. He did the interview with um, 
on a podcast and they're talking about the pillars and he's like i hate that idea he's like that fact that four dudes are going to be the ones that lead he's like who's the one that does the most merch sales who's the one that does the most watch times by minutes he's like go on go look he's like tony will tell you and he's like it ain't them and i was like bro i was like i've been such a fan of ricky stark since nwa and now to see him like finally get his flowers in AEW. I'm like, bro, I'm going to, I could write uh, this. This is a train I can hop on and just ride off into the sunset with. I think he can be a star mm-hmm. anywhere. Like anywhere he goes. Like yeah. He's got, he's got it. Very, very impressed mm-hmm. with the young man. And he did that match with Punk was really good. Yes. Like, I, I went into the match thinking that Punk was going to win. But I was like, man, it'd be nice mm-hmm. if Ricky wins. Like, yes. he deserves it. Mm-hmm. And then he pulled it off, and I was like, no shit. <laughs> I was like, good for these guys. They, they exactly. made the right call. <laughs> no, they did. They did on both. Like, Willow definitely deserves it, um, and Ricky definitely deserves it. So I'm happy that Ruby and Punk was able to put them over beautifully. And it's someone else I kind of feel bad for, too, Ruby, right? Because, like, she – Remember, she got brought into the company. She got she got beat by Jade. Then she got beat by, uh, well, she got beat by Brett. And then she got beat by Jade. And she just kind of felt like she was just being used as like, uh, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put people, you're gonna put people over. And I feel now she's starting to get to that point where like people are really starting to take her seriously, especially with the Outcasts. Like I love that yeah. she's in that position. Uh, but I think this was the right move. And I'm glad that she, you know, I'm not saying that she had an ego or anything about it, because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, it's just, I'm glad to see that she was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to put over Willow because, hey, let's be real, since New Japan, New Japan Strong, right? Like, Willow has just been on a tear, right? It, granted, it came off of injury, you know, shout out to Mercedes, we want to see you back as soon as possible. But her winning that New Japan Strong women's title really catapulted Willow into a whole other atmosphere. It did. It did. I'm happy for it. So let's go into our coldest wrestlers of the week. You already already know who it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fun. It's fucking Chris Jericho. All day, every day. (laughs) Fucking like Arctic in my book. God, he needs to go away. (laughs) Pull a hamstring. Somebody somebody posted on a... <laughs> no, I can't have that. I, I, I was with you with the hamstring. I was like, as soon as you take a of bicep, I'm like, nah, man, I, I can't, I can't, I can't get with that one. <laughs> I, I saw someone's TikTok. It was on TikTok, or maybe it was on Instagram, right? They're saying uh, they had a, a scene where or it was a it was a clip from one of his concerts, and they're like, Chris Jericho dances like a 1970s mom or something like that on stage at his concert. <laughs> I was like, dang, I can't unsee this now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Just just an injury that will get him off the TV for a couple of months, break a finger. Like something <laughs> something that he can't wrestle or be on TV at all <laughs> for like six months. I don't know. Have gotta, another baby. <laughs> we got to miss him. <laughs> yes. Like, I need to miss his face. Yeah, so I, can I, like, I got you. All right. So you can get off my list. <laughs> I you know what it's gonna this is probably gonna this is gonna get at somebody uh because every as much as we talk about him on the show for me right this is one that's probably gonna turn a lot of heads and why I say 
But Orange Cassidy is on my list of coldest wrestlers. And really, it started because of last night's match, right? Uh, granted, I know, like, Lance Archer is, like, the murder hawk monster, and you're not trying to, like, have him get pinned, right? But I think the ending that they went for with the count out fell flat to me, and it really oh, bugged me. Yeah, and I feel like the story, the thing about Orange Cassidy that I really love about, o like, OC is that, like, he's, like, He's sparing, he was sparingly being used, right? But when he was, you knew you were about to have a lot of fun watching him wrestle, you know? And I kind of feel like right now he's just been overexposed. And, like, I need him to kind of, like, dial it back, right? Like, I want to see him back on, like, every so often. Like, we, we get it. Now, now it's at the point where we see you every week on TV. We know you can wrestle, right? But there was just this... this this charm to OC like wrestling like every so often that like made the character just stand out that much more. And I feel like right now he's just like every week we're watching him go through all these tests, these battles, and he's just, you know, he's doing his thing and his hand is like getting more and more damaged. Right. And I, I, I love that side of the story. And I'm sure at some event he's going to lose the title. Right. But it's, it's get to a point where I'm kind of like, I kind of, it, it's the same thing with Jericho, right? I kind of just need time to miss you. Kind of need you to kind of go away for a little bit, right? I'm seeing Scorpio Sky on TV. I'm like, bro, I'm so happy to see Scorpio Sky. But I'm also yeah, in the no, back end where I'm like, oh, so you kind of got to go away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could actually, I can understand that. Yeah, they've had that title for a grip. Yep. I mean, and I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big man. So, like, I'm not going to argue with you on him going away. However, uh, when he's not doing the dumb shit and he's actually wrestling, I, I, I can, I can understand a little better. Um, but, yeah, no, I feel like this whole hand injury thing has been drawn out way too long. Like, why hasn't anybody, like, like, you know, I don't know, practically cut his hand off at this point. Like, you know, just work on the hand. That, that's what right. you need to do the whole entire match. Work the hand the whole match. Well, it's like, it's like, uh, was it, um, who was I? I was just, I was thinking about it. There was a, there was a story just kind of like that where like they were talking about his hand and I, and I feel like, if you're a, okay, like let's just be real. If you're if your finishing move is a punch, right, and you're hitting people with a broken hand, eventually you no longer have a broken hand. You have a shattered fist, and you're not using that. <laughs> so like, right. And I get it. People are gonna be like, "Yo, it's not. It's it's pre. It's it's scripted violence, bro. It's just it's a story." I know. But there's also an element of realism to it. And that's right. my problem. Just a little bit. Just a little just, bit. Just, hey, man, like, if we're hitting people constantly in the face, right, I'm going to break my hand. And if I keep hitting people with a broken hand, I'm going to shatter my fist, right? It happens to boxers all the time. It's not yeah, like... It's not like OC all of a sudden has like this calcified fist where it's stuck like this forever. <laughs> and then he's just running around pelting people with this concrete hand. That's 
that's not what's happening. And I'm so oh, like, no. I was like, I just need you to go away just for a little bit. Right. You know, in fact, here's what you OC can drop the title to Alex King, right? Just have Alex King come to AEW. <laughs> I know he's the MLW heavyweight champ. Have him come to AEW and just take the title off of him. That's it. <laughs> 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 so Corey says, uh, oh. we got a, we got exploding super kick realism is out the window. I, I mean, he's kind of got a point. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, he's not but wrong. He really is wrong. I was like, yeah, it is, it is what it is, man. I just, I'm like, bro, I just kind of need something to kind of like hopefully ride off OC for a little bit. But uh, let's jump into our second debate topic right which isn't really a debate topic because we were talking about this yesterday on the phone this should have been something that was handled like a long time ago but the fact that it wasn't and now we're just starting to see it uh aew has put their band out right their band list right from bleeding excessively to you know and somebody said that uh you know Continue with some of the other stuff before I jump into this other point, right? Uh, st- taking stuff from fans, spitting, and like, you know, what else was there? Pile drivers, I think, was on that list too. Yeah, like, like pile drivers, tombstones, vertebra breakers, uh, throwing chair bloody objects into the, the yeah, chair shots to the head, throwing bloody objects into the fans, throwing stuff on the fans, fighting in the fans. Fighting with weapons in the fans. Fighting with weapons in the fans. Like, like, no, man. Like, those, those, that's the charm of AEW. <laughs> like, you didn't say anything about the pizza cutter when it was the Domino's commercial that followed it. Like, oh. <laughs> that's actually, we said a lot about it. It was a great ad placement, if you ask me. Domino's should have been grateful. They're all, like, it was so weird. Okay, so to track back that situation, when Nick Gage and Chris Jericho, and it was the Pillars, right? And there was like a, it was a, the death match, right? But they didn't call it the death match. I forgot what they called it. They called it something else. I forgot. But what they, um, yeah, they did. anyway, so <laughs> Nick Gage took a pizza cutter to Chris Jericho's head, and he's bleeding. And then they're like, you can see more of AEW Dynamite in, in picture in picture. And the first ad that came up was that Domino's commercial. I was like, bruh. I, it didn't even register with me until I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, this was amazing. <laughs> uh, it was good. Now, that, was, that, was, that was hilariously placed. But I feel like these rules, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, something that should have been implemented within the first year. I'm not saying yeah. off the bat. It's a new company. You know? they, they're trying shit out. But you 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 getting ready? What you like three and a half years in? About yeah. a little bit, give or take. You just now doing this? I mean, some of these things are like one of those where it's like, but they should know better. You're on national TV. You're not in some like high school gym. Like well, you're like, in arenas. Repeating spots was a thing that was also brought up on the band list, right? So like, not everybody's hitting a destroyer, which. Right. You would think, okay, so, and, and like you said, right, the first couple shows, right, that first, that first, I'll give it that, I'll give it that first year, first year, yeah. that's, that's going to happen, right? Think, just as miscommunication, things are going to happen like that. So things are not going to get streamlined. 
by year two, like I would expect that you're getting some of those kinks knocked out. But at year two, I would still expect that not repeating spots is going to be something that's done, right? right. Like, I, that's why I think, you know, CYN, control your narrative, right? Got such a bad rap, right? Was that like they had established like, Ayo, like these are things you're not going to do. Why? Because everybody's doing this, right? From, you know, suicidos to super kicks to like this was in the first like nine weeks of the company being put together <laughs> and they knew they're like no one's hitting destroyers no one's hitting super kicks no one's hitting top rope suicidos because it doesn't make sense everybody does it and it's like yes i agree and so to see AEW take almost four years because it'll be four years in september just to, to see it almost take four years to like hey yo let's get this all cleaned up and we don't want these things. And it's funny because people were saying that it wasn't even AEW wanting to put those rules in. It was Discovery, like, coming in and saying, hey, this is what you're going to do and not this. See, that makes it worse. <laughs> you're basically saying that Tony was like, I don't see any problem with this at all. And it took a company that has nothing to do with wrestling to come in and say, oh, no, no, fam, you got to change this. <laughs> like, he's like, we can't have this no more. And like yeah. I said, some of this stuff is common sense. Like you're on national TV, you're not, you're not, you're not on the Indies anymore. Where right. you can get away from that. Like when you're on national worldwide TV on that platform, you're a hands down target for lawsuits left and right. And a lot of the shit they were doing was definitely lawsuit worthy. I mean, it's a good thing that they didn't have to go through that. But, dude, that's, it's funny. I, I find it pretty hilarious. I mean, I'm happy that they got something out to protect the fans and the wrestlers. So that's what these yeah. things are doing. They're protecting the fans and the wrestlers. So, I mean, I guess it's better late than never. <laughs> but it's like one of the things that was like excessive bleeding was like on the on the list right and it's like if you're if you're hitting yourself right or you're if you're cutting yourself right on on the show right and you're you're bleeding right you you have some control of it but you fuck up you're not gonna have control of a lot that pours out. Like I think about like right. like Britt Baker was like the example that they used, right? From their uh the match they had, uh, her and um damn it, uh who was uh Thunder Rosa, right? Their oh, their their match. That's the it's either that that's the match that they're talking about because you know she had all the blood gushing down her face. Yeah and like she was still it was like in her eyes and stuff, and so she really couldn't see well. And that's that's the stuff that they're like they're talking about. But I was like, yo, John Moxley bleeds every week. It's like yeah, I, I told my <laughs> wife about this list and read off everything. And when I read the no excessive bleeding, she was like, Oh, though, there goes half of my, what Moxley's gonna be able to do. And I was <laughs> like, Oh, good point. <laughs> and I'm sure like and that. you're legit in a masters we call blood and guts, right? So obviously <laughs> there's there's gonna be a lot of blood. It's it's on Wednesday. I'm supposed. To, I, I actually have to reach out and see if I can get tickets to go to, uh, go to the show. But it's it's Wednesday that we're gonna be watching these dudes like go to war and like try to bust each other open in a and two you know in a cage. 
it's it's wild to me though that like it really took almost four years to get these rules into place and be said hey like here's here's why we're doing this finally right there's not even a statement out it was just like these are things that are banned like well yeah no yeah, shit nope <laughs> spitting at the crowd or spitting in general like i get that part like you shouldn't be doing that mjfs it, it's funny because all the situations that have happened right have been one-off situations right like excessive bleeding all right you know there's the Brit situation. Obviously, Moxley bleeds a lot too, right? Fighting in the fans, that's, that seems to be like, be like Brian Danielson's like bread and butter. Like he loves being in the crowd and just brawling back and forth. No stealing things from fans to use as a weapon. Like that, listen, that kid was sitting in the, in the chair and his mom was right next to him when MJF <laughs> took that cup. That's... <laughs> That's mom's fault for not dodging in the way of that cup being thrown at his kid. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not. MJF was no, no, no. You got a point there. No, you got a point there. Mom's jumped in the way, man. She just let it happen. Mom, mom said, "If I saw my no, right? I jump in the way for my kid. Uh, I would laugh at mine. I'm not gonna front. <laughs> oh no, if that happened, if it happened to my kids, I would have thought. But see, you got to think, though. You also got to remember." We wrestle. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> we wanted, it'd be one of those things where we would we would think it's hilarious. We would pop for it because mm-hmm. it would be unexpected and fucking hilarious. And we wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> but no. just your average fan, I can understand why mom was there. I would have been pissed oh. too if I was there. <laughs> oh yeah moms was moms was right to be mad about that whole situation but like that's another example right like they go and grab like these one-off situations where you see all these these issues happening right uh obviously i agree 100 percent with the, a no repeating spots right if someone is listen that's something that it's just talked about like let's be pull back the curtain for y'all right it's all it's discussed all the time on any scene hey if yeah. you're doing x move are you going to do X move? Okay, cool. I'm not going to do X move. Are you going to do this? Cool. All right, I'm going to find something else to go do, right? Because we're always looking for something to substitute. It's not like, it's not like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to powerbomb this person to a door. You too? Where's your spot going to be? Like, no, dude. We, all right, bro. Let me change mine up. <laughs> yeah, yours is no, further down the card. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you don't want repeat stuff to happen. I had that happen recently. It's like I yeah, think about right. like it when was like uh, a lot of repeat finishes, and it was like, well, that kind of took me out of everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's I well I think about like there was like a time where remember I think it was when I think uh, the Young Bucks had turned heel, right, and then you had Jungle Express, and they did that Tower of Doom spot where they hit the uh, Canadian Destroyer from like. It was a very convoluted spot, but there was like eight yeah, dudes and two dudes were holding up. They did the Canadian destroyer off of that, and like, but then like later on in the show, someone else did a Canadian destroyer, and it's like n- moves don't have any significant meaning in in this world if we don't make them have meaning, right? Like, it's funny because we're talking about the exploding super kick right from the Bucks, which like I thought that was a cool spot. If it ended the match, <laughs> but it did, and it did, and it kept on going, and like Moxley should have not had a head anymore, and half his face should have been gone, and he should have been down for the fucking count for the rest of the match. If 
he wasn't going to be the one that's going to take the freaking pins off. Like, if we're going to be honest. Yeah, that, that's yeah, the thing. Like, there's a lot of points in that match that that match should have ended. So let's just mm-hmm. call that a spade. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's why it's going to be so interesting to watch this match this time. Like, just go down and see how it plays out because, like, obviously, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens in this. We're going to see a lot of Death Riders are going to happen or paradigm shifts, whatever you want to call it. There's going to be a lot of things happening. But it's like, how many how many times can you hit, like, the Death Rider, right? Can you, you do it off the top rope? Cool. You can do it on the ground. Cool. Are you taking somebody outside on the cage and hitting somebody off the cage with it? Probably not, because let's be real, it's the elite, and they're probably not doing that, right? And even at that, Obushi, uh, the golden elite at that, and they're probably not running that spot. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to go in this again, once again, as a, he, he makes a valid point. Yeah, he um, does. So to get our, get our people who are just listening to us on audio, right? Uh, it, Corey writes back, he says, it was a cool spot, but how many times uh, in that match did you see a super kick before that? Uh, before that? So for me personally, the shot value was kind of taken from it. And you're right. 100%. You're right. It really yeah. was a, uh, it just, it, the, the whole, the whole persona just kind of died out. And it, it takes away a lot from the idea of the super kick being like a finisher. And I know like a lot of people are like, well, it hasn't been a finisher since Sean, but that's not true. Dolph Ziggler was like hitting it as a finisher for a while too. Yeah. It's was. like, you gotta, I don't know. It's, it's gotta you have meaning to it. Moves. No, yes. it's like, you gotta protect certain moves. You, you really do. I'm super protective of my finishers. Like I don't hit it unless it's going to get me the W. Won't even see that. Me. Looking at people like Scott Hall, like Scott Hall, like hitting it, right? Like if he knew it wasn't going over, he didn't even attempt it, right? Or even if you look at uh, like Baron Corbin, like Baron Corbin is like the modern, and let's be real, he's the modern day Scott Hall. Like the end of days does not get kicked out of. Like he hits it, that's it. Like it's game. That's, that's all it's going to, that's all it's going to matter. And it, it, it's just crazy that AEW finally had to get to a point where they're like, oh, you know what? We we do a lot of repeating things. Like, there's a lot of super kicks being thrown in this show as part of people's uh, repertoires. And it's like, it really shouldn't be. Like, there should probably be, like, at, at okay, on a two-hour show, eight uh, five hours of programming, I don't know, maybe there should be like six or seven people who can, who throw super kicks when it matters, right? I just, I just look, I'm just like, man, I'm kind of, that's why I guess I'm such, I'm such a big fan with like Aleister Black because it seems like he always comes up with something new to hit, to make something mean that much more, right? Hit the black, no one else is hitting the black mask. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if they're going to use the super kick, use it as a, uh a breather spot or to get somebody off of you to take a moment. You know what I mean? Not constant yeah. over and over and over, but like it's something that's supposed to be quick, fast and get somebody off of you. If you're going to get in that sense. 100%. So Corey writes back, he says, uh, didn't someone kick out of the end of days though? I don't recall a name kicking out of the end of days. I think I do. If if anybody, it might have just been recent with Carmelo Hayes if that was hit, and I don't remember it being hit in that match. 
Because I feel like whenever he hits the end of days, it's always like he hits it. And then like maybe the person like he's like used as like a desperation move, like he's waiting. And then like he'll crawl over and he'll put his arm over the person. And it's like one, two. And then like because it makes sense in the storyline that like, oh, he they, they are able to kick out because, you know, Baron Corbin was taking too long to get to the cover. Right. But I don't remember a time where he's hit that, gone for the pin, and then the person's kicked out. Same. Uh, yo. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'll, I'll see. I'll be back. Get back. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Drew did at WrestleMania 38, according to Google. Oh well, thank you, sir. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for the research. One person, and that makes sense. Drew McIntyre. Oh, well, be that guy. Guy. It's Drew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like everybody is kicked out of the end of days. <laughs> yeah, that's Drew. I kind of expect that. You know, as, as Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> the man did not kick out. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's try, let's uh, bring this up, right? So we're going to our last thing. This is one of my favorite topics. I love hearing the rants. Uh, but it's what grinds Damien's gears. So, Damien, what grinds your gears this time? <laughs> you, know, you know, the funny part about it is, is that it's because Tony took so fucking long to get anything done. That, that, <laughs> that, like, that's been sticking in my craw since I've heard it. Like, why? Why did it take so long? Like, what have you been doing with your life? You know, he just needs to, I'm trying to tell you it's that code. I'm sticking to that story. <laughs> but I'm just like, to think about this stop right now. Like a, and stop looking like a creep, too. God, he looked like a creep last night. Yeah. Oh, during the belt was, ceremony. Okay. <laughs> can, we, can we be real? Why was everybody in Calgary wearing cowboy hats? Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Know. Like, don't is there... Is, is that a thing? Like, is there, like, a lot of cowboys that live in Calgary? Like, it, it, might, it might be. It might be. I don't get it either. But Tony should not wear cowboy boots, a blazer, khakis, and tennis shoes. Just, none of that made sense to me. And he looked like a creep. My wife saw him and was like, who the fuck is that standing over there looking like a creep? And she's like, oh, my God, it's Tony. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was just I had to take a step back I was like why is that why is everybody wearing cowboy hat like even like like I, I I loved what Martha had to say right her speech was great but why was she out there and and she was out there in a cowboy hat covered in like mothballs like why <laughs> like it looked like someone got her a white cowboy hat and then like a kid from kindergarten wanted to put those little poof balls like on them yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> Like glue them together. I was like, it's uh, not necessary. I was like, it was a you bit don't need. Much. It was a bit. I was much. like, why are we? I didn't know it was Cowboy Night at <laughs> Battle of the Belts. Like I was genuinely I, confused. Yeah. I was like, I didn't and know I that there was a lot of cowboys in Calgary. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I that surprised me. But yeah, no, it's Cause Tony even, again. Because <laughs> even Nigel, well, I didn't think about it until Nigel McGinnis said something. When Nigel McGinnis said, right. what are you trying to fit in with everybody else? I was like, what is he talking about? And then I saw everybody with cowboy hats. I was like, how many cowboys live in Calgary? <laughs> I was like, that is a South thing. That is a, that's a, that's a Southern United States thing at that. Like, I don't know. Right. 
I don't know very many people that rock around cowboy hats. That's crazy. <laughs> it's a thing here, which kind of makes sense-ish. Well, it's like the Wild West, like that kind of, well, back yeah, when it like, was the Wild West, now it's, you know, yeah. not so much. Yeah, so, I mean, there it's like, it's not that many. God, it was not that many. But I see them here in Utah, like, especially, like, the further south you go. Yeah. Like, the further into the desert you go and more where there's more, like, cattle ranches and farms and shit. Yeah. I can get that. Hey, hey. I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, I need somebody. I need somebody from Canada. Please, 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 just hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, on I don't on Threads. I don't care where. On here on this video, leave a comment and just tell us: Is there really? Because when I think of cowboys, right, I think like the Wild West and the South, right, in the Midwest, right, and I think of like and anybody as you go further down into Mexico, right, I think of yeah. like cowboys and vaqueros. I don't think of Canada. <laughs> like, not at but all. I think of places not like Texas. Oh. <laughs> Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Nevada, Nebraska. Even Calgary. Colorado. Yeah, you said Colorado. <laughs> yeah, it's like is Calgary like the Texas of Canada? I, I Canada? you know what? I wanna know that. I wanna know. I wanna know. That that is a great question. That's a question because <laughs> I want to know. I guess we gotta have to find that out. We gotta find it yeah. out. <laughs> I would imagine that if anything, like Calgary, I don't know if Calgary should be called the Texas, at least like the Oklahoma of like Cowboy <laughs> Central. If that's what it is, right? Like you're there. We acknowledge you're there, but you're not all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I and, I guess, well, but I maybe they do got a lot of farms. I mean, the, you know, the wrestling company that there was called Stampede. So yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe it's like a lot of farmland up there. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It was it weird was, though. It, it was, it was strange. It definitely, yeah, it was definitely throwing me off, and I was like, I don't understand. I have not figured this out yet, and I'm just trying to learn more about. <laughs> Our brothers up north in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'd like to know. I mean, I'm not knocking them for it. Do you think? I just yeah. thought it was too cold for cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so too. I thought I thought Calgary was like, hey, you know what? I just because Calgary starts with a C does not mean that cowboys are like the official dress code, <laughs> right? <of Calgary. laughs> I was like, because, like, you know, if you're like, if that's the case, then Winnipeg must be like the capital of wrestling, right? <laughs> because obviously, with like, you know, you're going to be like Jericho, right? But Kenny coming from Winnipeg, Lance Storm, right. like, all right, cool. We'll take it. We'll give you guys something. But it's, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I just, I don't understand. <laughs> don't get it either. Don't get it either. No. But, um, yeah, so let's go ahead. We're not going to have a this or that because it really doesn't make sense to have a this or that because Chaz isn't here. If we split this one-on-one, we could have your guys' vote, I guess, if you guys want to. Uh, who is a better match? We'll go with that. Why not? Who is a better matchup for this or that? You will say uh, Britt Baker and Adam Cole or Ricky Starks and uh, Willow Nightingale? I'm going to have to say the new people. 
I, I think that was a better matchup. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like, oh, we have to do this because, you know, they were staying. Like, yeah. It's cute. But this one, it's like, all right, these are two people that have been grinding their asses off for a year to get to where they're at right now. Right. So, nah, hats off, man. All the way. Willow and yeah. uh, Stark. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I, I know they needed the star power, and obviously Britt was like the hottest hottest person on the female side, and obviously Adam Cole had just shown up. So like Adam definitely was the next person that needed to kind of get that that big rub, and he was the star person coming out of NXT. So I understood like why, but I definitely agree. I think Ricky and uh, Willow were like the best best pushes for this uh, this year. So that's our opinion. What is y'all's opinion? Y'all let us know. Uh, you either vote for it on Spotify or just you know just Tag us in a comment, right? You can do that. But anyway, uh, that's going to wrap up this show without Chaz and friends because, you know, Chaz is not here. He's on some boat somewhere and like. Which is kind of funny. Does he know how to swim? I don't know. I don't know. But judging by the last, judging by the last few uh, stories about boats and stuff like that, that I I don't know if I would want to be on one right now, right? Uh, You and me both. I'm waiting until like <laughs> next year or two years from now to go on a cruise. Yeah, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some. Over. <laughs> I'm gonna need some safety things at first, right? Because it's yeah. not like I'm gonna be like, yo, let me go hop on a submersible right now and go check out the Titanic. Oh God! Oh no! 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 I'm not going underwater for nothing unless it's snorkeling, and even that right there is uh, questionable. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. If it's me going underwater, at least my feet are on the ground and I'm looking in the water. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to go out that far. Like that's that's oh, not no, that's no, not no, working no, out for me. That's, look, look, that's what the internet's for. I do like that. A rock. They got pictures, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but yo, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, you know, you get your trophies, your achievements, you know, your stickers if you guys stuck with us the whole way through uh but make sure you guys go check us out follow us on all of our social media platforms at uh the underscore uh, three count score pod on twitter three count pod on tiktok as well as on instagram you guys can even check us out on amazon music you guys can check us out on spotify follow us on youtube but give us the likes give us the follows give us the subscribes tell your friends your enemies or even you know that third cousin you removed off the family tree twice uh, to come check us out and leave a comment. Uh, you guys can follow me at the red dog, uh, the underscore red dog 85 on all social media platforms to include threads because, you know, that is a thing, you know, the AKA Twitter killer, which uh, I don't know. If it I, is haven't, not. I, don't know. I haven't even tried that yet. I'm, I'm like holding off. Like I do with everything. And if nah, you can man, find me badge. on any social media things, then you deserve to follow me. Because yeah. <laughs> the moment you sit, the moment you hit follow, your IP is being followed and you will not be around much longer. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But if you can find me, good luck. <laughs> but in the meantime, between time, it is the Red Dog here with the Dark Lord. And you guys know what to do. Check us out next time and, uh, you know, be there or, you know, so. yeah, follow us. <laughs> Bye. Later. 
What's going on? It is Clipper Red Dog, the man that needs you up on nothing called wrestling. And what we need from you guys is to kind of show some support, right? We want you guys to go to our YouTube channel at the Three Count Podcast, go on to our Twitch channel, Three Count Pod, or even our Facebook page, Three Count Podcast, and just give us a like, follow, subscribe, even give us a comment, right? Do all that cool stuff. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, right? Or you can even come talk to us and just chat us up, right? Find us on Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Find us on IG and on TikTok at Three Count Pod. Go ahead and leave us those comments. We want to hear from all of you guys. We're going to keep putting on videos and stuff like that. We want to keep making this content better. So we want your guys' support. Also, if you guys want to, go support us at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the 3Count Podcast or even find us on ForYourWear.com. Give us the support. Show us your guys' love because we want to give it right back to y'all. So in the meantime, in the meantime, love y'all.